for the, this episode today. Um, we're so glad to have you back. Thank you for taking time. So glad time. to be here. Oh, thank no, It's been it's a so, while. No, it's so good to have you, obviously. Uh, um, that was a fun episode, you, singular. You haven't been here since the last episode that you've been on. That is not an incorrect <laughs> statement. Uh, oh, I'm going to turn off this fluorescent. Introduce the episode. Hello. Hello. Stop. And welcome to... Can you take your keys off, please? No, that's the microphone. Again. Oh my god. I'm already stressed out. Um, this is all getting cut out. Why am I trying to be funny? <laughs> Why are you trying to be funny? I, I and so today's question is uh, is why, why do we try to be funny? Why do we try to be anything? Well, well I don't want to be anything other. Than... That's fine. I, I'm just trying to have a real conversation. But okay. no, you can sing your song. Go for it. No. Yeah, I just love to sing my little songs and play my little tricks and ride my little ponies. Fun fact about Natalie, she used to be a brony. <laughs> Fun fact about Elliot, he used to be a horse girl. <laughs> horse girls are in. Horse girls, uh, there was this one tweet, it was like this, that girl it. who is like, she graduated from Kent State and now she's like the face of the pro-campus carry right. movement. Was she? She's like, I just graduated so now I'm allowed to carry my AR-15 on campus but I wasn't allowed to for the last four years. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> and someone, like, quote, tweeted her, a tweet of hers that was stupid. And they were like, this is what horse girls grow up into if oh, you yeah. don't bully them in middle school. Oh, my God. I definitely saw that. Mm. Uh, uh, I mean, she's obviously just doing it for the attention. Yeah. Did we ever introduce the episode? What's called? I think we did. But in case we did, well, I, I stood up and I was like, introduced the episode. Yeah, but then it was bad. You were jangly. Oh, okay. What, Hi. Is this eight? This is episode eight. Everybody, welcome to the eighth episode. We have been Episode friends. great. Episode <laughs> late. Not even, because I published the last one six days ago. Really? We're ahead of schedule. We've been consistently like bi-weekly all mm-hmm. summer. Yeah. But... Guess what, atheists? <laughs> Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> um, let's do, a, I don't know, like a recap or Let, like... Let's, why don't we answer the question at hand? Why do we try to be funny? Why, I'm pushing okay, this yeah, thing right Yeah, I <laughs> forgot that you try to be all philosophical. <laughs> I try to be funny. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. That's what I have to room. say to that. I try to be funny because it feels good to make other people laugh. That wasn't a laugh. I was, that was an asthma attack. Um, you get, it's, okay, so, being funny is, like, an easily, uh, not quantifiable, but, like, measurable part of your personality that can get you accolades. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, exactly. You know, you like, on the head. if you're like, oh, that person's so nice, it's like, are you judging that, like, how many presents they give you, or how many times they hold the door open for you, or, mm-hmm. like, their kind words? Yeah, it's so abstract. But, or, like, that person's smart, it's like... But also, that's a, just a shitty compliment anyway. <laughs> that person's so nice? Yeah, just like, well... It's so vague and so generic, and you can say that about so many yeah, people. Yeah, I've heard, like, 
caring. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compassionate. And I those aren't, know. those aren't, except for compassionate, those aren't any more syllables, like, but they're more descriptive. Is compassionate not? I'm talking about syllables. More than nice. Compassionate has four syllables and nice has oh, one. Oh, oh, I thought you... S- syllables? Are you familiar? I don't know what you... I, for some reason, my brain was hearing Synonym? synonyms. Okay. And I was like... It's just my thick Russian accent coming <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, no, I, I agree with that. It's a very, it's not just an easy way, a measurable like personality trait. It's a memorable personality trait. And it's, you always, like, it's yeah, a, it's definitely memorable. Like, I have an ongoing list of the funniest people I've ever met in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. You yes. have friends whom you modeled your humor after? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, like, I have friends who, like, like, my one friend who is so funny, and, like, I've been friends with him since middle school, Mm -hmm. and we, we were definitely, like, comedy partners, like. Oh, I think you told me about it. Yeah, like, we emceed a bunch of stuff in Uh, high school, like, talent shows and stuff, and people were like, can you write. This is so, like, I totally peaked in high school. But, like, we were writing scripts for, like, these things that we were doing, like, roasting the people. We really put a lot of thought into it. And Aww. it was good. That's but, sweet. like, I am not going to, like, retell it on the on the podcast because it's, like, too contextual. But, like, I remember the hardest I have two times, like, the hardest I've ever laughed around him and, like, exactly what he said and, like, why he's funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you put it into words? Why he's so funny? Um, or, like, what... Like, can you describe his humor in any way? Well, not, like, so much him specifically, but the... Con- I love, like, the nuances between, like, different senses of humor. My, like... What I really admire in... I like offbeat humor that's just, like, kind of absurd. Um... And I really, really value, like, quickness. Yeah. Like. Absolutely. If you, like, if you say a joke, but, like, five seconds before someone else, it's, like, it's, like, you, it just, it also, rep- I feel like a lot of times, um, humor represents, like, intelligence for me. hmm You know? Yeah. Intelligence yeah. in, like, a real world sense. Like, you understand the connections between things and, like, why things are funny. Yeah, intelligence in, like, the D&D stat way. <laughs> intelligence as in, like, you can perceive how, how well you, how insightful you are, basically, and how much you perceive things and can channel that into uh, words mm-hmm. or some sort of expression. Like, observational humor does not, does not get a giggle out of me. I'll tell you that much. I, I watched this stand-up comedian last night. Um, at, at new apartment, um, and he listens to this, so he might even, well, I don't think he does. <laughs> I'll remind him of it. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh. Why did I just apologize? No, it's fine. No, don't, no, it's fine. I forgive you. Um, I was watching this stand-up comedian yesterday. His name's Chris Delia. Oh, yeah. Is that how you say it? I, thought I it was, think so. I thought it was, like, Delia. De- yeah, I don't know. Whatever. That's how, it was, but it's a, that's how I heard okay, it. Okay, whatever. Yeah, but... I've seen he made Vines. Did he? Yeah, he's also on a TV show I really like. 
What TV show? It's called Alone Together. I'm okay. I'm gonna come back to this because it has to do with my weekly obsession. Oh, but, okay. No, he's really funny. Kind of in like a a more like rough around the edges way than I'd usually prefer. The impression I got is that, um, and this might sound weird, but I'm gonna say it. But like the impression I got is that his target audience, like the humor, the people that he's trying to perform to, just based on all the bits and the way he was speaking and like his observations was that it seemed like his target audience was like uh like straight white men. Mm. That's like the impression I got. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing because he was still funny but also like I don't know. There was it was kind of like stupid a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But he was like like he literally had a whole bit on like 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 my yeah. wife's such a bad driver. <laughs> Not even like my wife. It's just like here's the thing about girls uh, and then with Yeah, like, no, I'm like so talk I'm, about that. I don't I don't even feel the need to say like I'm so done with that because I feel like that's so old and yeah. right. And yeah. basically the only thing I can, like, stomach of that is, like, Jerry Seinfeld from the actual 1980s. From the 80s? Oh, I guess he was active in the yeah. 80s. Yeah, or, like, like best of Jerry Just, I can only appreciate it in, like, a throwback sense, because there's also, What's like... What's the deal with it? Yeah. Observation. Um, there's also, like, you can sometimes like just appreciate the way a joke is written and have you seen that youtube video of jerry seinfeld he's like in my opinion this is my best joke like it makes me okay he, i want to watch this yeah no it's really interesting he's like it he calls it like the pop tart joke the punchline is something about pop tarts and like the observational humor is like the kind of breakfast food he would eat as a kid uh-huh but he's like this is the joke that has consistently gotten the most laughs from audiences and has like made me laugh the most so he kind of dissects <coughs> the... sorry <laughs> so he kind of like dissects um how he wrote it mm-hmm. and like why the payoff like equals the punchline oh we should watch it right now live on the podcast <laughs> yeah no we'll watch it afterward for sure but it's like very interesting i i yeah i'm excited my favorite comedians are Bo Burnham. I love Bo Burnham. I haven't I saw, watched any. I saw him. No, you would really like him because it, a lot of it is like musicals and comedy. I knew you were going to I knew you were going to say that. You're like you would like him. You do music, right? No, but it's That's like That's literally what you just did, okay? Okay, well, I no, like stop. I like music <laughs> and comedy and I like him and you like does music he, and d- comedy. Does he do a good job of marrying the two? Yeah. Cool. Um like I, hey, would, I like musical comedy. Yeah, I would argue that like his his like comedy songs are stronger than his just like regular stand up. Really? But he does this whole thing like making fun of Kanye. Mm-hmm. Where like at the live show that I saw where he's like, Yeah, I went to a Kanye West concert in LA recently and he was really off the cuff and a lot of what he performs isn't necessarily like songs from albums and the end of the show was just, like, synth music and a ten-minute rant about, like, life. Which is such a Kanye thing. Like, Uh, you believe it, right? Mm -hmm. 
So, oh, I thought you said the end of Bo Burnham. Was well, no, that was the build-up. Oh, okay. And then he did That's his, like, 10-minute rant, and it was about how um, Pringles cans, the diameter of the can is too small for, for the hand. hand of an adult man. That's funny. And, but it was literally, like, 10 minutes, and it was funny and entertaining. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds funny and entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love something that is both funny <laughs> and entertaining. We love funny and entertaining. I love to laugh. <laughs> have and I told we you? we laugh and laugh. <laughs> have I told you the update on where I'm living next year? Yes. Um, oh, I did, I think. Last, I think the last time you came over to record. Yeah, I remember that. So, mm-hmm. we don't But it's we... official? Did you sign? We haven't signed anything. She hasn't given us a lease, um, but... Whatever. I'm, the, like, impressed that you could even find something close to campus this late in the game. Is it is it late? I found my current apartment in, like, July. Seriously? I feel like... Oh, like, I, it's just because, like, they had already found it, but they needed a fourth, yeah. like, immediately. Last year and this year, I started looking in January. Really? Yeah. Wow. Not, not that, like, either time has been, like, much of a search, because I kind of, like, know what I want, and they're, like, limited options on campus, Mm -hmm. for what I'm looking for, at least. Um, Right, because you're looking for pre-furnished, right? Yeah, yeah, I think next, like, senior year, I might want to go away from that, but also so much of it is dependent on, like, whether or not I want to and am able to stay in Philly after I graduate, Hmm. because I'm not going to buy furniture for my senior year and then have to sell it or, like, store it somewhere if I, like, move back home. True. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I hope you can stay in Philly. Well, would you want to? I, oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) The hot button issue for my psyche lately. Oh. So, lately I've been thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm like a semester ahead, credits wise. So, we'll be graduating at the same time. OMG. Wait, really? Well. uh, At the end of fall 2019. Well, okay, so that's when I'll be, like, done taking classes, but Mm -hmm. I think I'd want to, like, stay in, or so, like, be done with classes then, but, like, defer graduating until May 2020 with everybody else, so, like, I just won't be a student for a semester, but I can, like, stay here, but because I haven't graduated yet, I can still do, like, temple things, you know? Oh, wow, yeah, you should do that. Yeah, and it would save you know, a semester's worth of tuition, mm-hmm. and I'm out of state, so that's significant. Oh, it must be, how much is it for out of state? <sighs> I truly don't even know. It's like, that's not bad. For, wait, per semester? Yeah. Oh, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty high. I think it's per semester. Who knows? This is... I don't know. I have no sense of personal fiscal <sighs> responsibility. Neither do it's I. Like parent plus loans that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, let's move on to weekly obsessions. Oh, you think? Yeah. Okay. Why? Do you? I mean, unless you have other things to, uh, something else you wanted to bring up. I don't think so. Oh, do I? No, I don't really have anything else. Summer's been just slow. It's been more of the same kind of slowness now, except, uh, I'm. I'm at home in Cheltenham, <laughs> and yeah. it's slow, and it's slow with my friends. Mm-hmm. I went home this week. I think I yeah, saw I just, that. I just got back last night yeah? from Connecticut. How was that? It was really pleasant. It was like a nice little break. Um, the weather was 
shitty though so i didn't get to go to the beach or anything Mm. which i always look forward to because there's a certain charm to new england beaches (laughs) i've been i've been to new england beaches they're rocky Mm, which one did you go to um i think i mean if i recall and isn't that like the stereotype that it's like the new england beaches are rocky what state were you in i think i was in massachusetts all right Cape Cod? Yeah, I think it was Cape Cod. Okay. No. I mean... I don't remember it being, there, like, it's definitely, especially sandy. It's definitely not, like, white sand beaches, Aruba blue waters, <laughs> but it's not, like, it's not like there's only jagged rocks. No, 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 no. Right. But no. it's still, like, um, pretty yeah, big rock, like, beach, bigger rock. The beach that I usually go to is the Taylor Swift beach. It's in, like, Westerly, Rhode Island. It's where she has her vacation house. Oh, really? Yeah, like... She's from Reading, PA. I... But didn't she, like, live in Kentucky or something? I don't fucking know. Taylor Swift... I mean, not that she was ever uncancelled, but she's, like, cancelled. What is... What is... Has she been doing anything? I don't know. I'm kind of glad that she's unsuccessful now. And she's even not if, unsuccessful. Well, even if she's, she's so not, successful. Even if she's not unsuccessful, I want to speak it into existence because I hate her so Why? much. She is just the most irritating... Oh, there are people like, who are worse self victimize That's the, that's the uh, biggest thing. Uh, like, just everything about her annoys me. I feel like I don't have and the, the kind, time or the energy to be annoyed at Taylor Swift. The kind of girl who is like, give Taylor Swift a chance. Like, she's just your average. She's just, like, the, the girl next door. Like, you are the worst. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Taylor's, like, like a typical Taylor Swift fan. Yes. I, I like some of her songs. Yeah, I mean... Back in the day, she had some bops, but now she's just, like, a white feminist who doesn't stand for anything. It's funny that people say white feminist with such a derogatory tone like that. Not meaning she... Do you know what white feminism is? I know what it is, but it's just, like, when you take the word... Like, when you take the words themselves, it's just, like, like out of context. Like, she's white. Yeah, she's white, and she's a feminist. What is her problem? Yeah, but... But I see what you're saying, because doesn't it speak to a bigger issue of, like, it, it's not, like, inclusive, it's not intersectional? Yeah, so, like, she can wear t-shirts all she wants that say, like, pussy power, but it's, mm-hmm. like, that, that phrase in itself is exclusionary to trans feminists. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I imagine. Oh my god, old people must be so overwhelmed. <laughs> if you're an old person listening to this, which trust us, you're not. Um, trust and listen, listen. Trust us, you're definitely not old right now. No, yeah, it's like, like man, kudos to like parents who try to understand. Yeah, like my dad and my mom are. I mean, sometimes they'll say some shit, but they're well-meaning. They're not bad people. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's good to know that you don't think your parents are bad people. (laughs) Um, No, (laughs) my parents try really hard, too, and they're, like, kind of with it. No, they're pretty with it. That's good. Uh, But, man, like, like, social issues like that move at such a rapid pace at this point. Oh, okay, so... Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to Weekly Obsession. And they were roommates. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. Vine? (laughs) 
You, yeah. I just talked for so long. Your weekly obsession. Go first. Oh, fuck. Um, Do you have one? Yeah, I have one. My weekly obsession. Uh, I guess my weekly obsession has been. Um, I don't know if I want to say this because it's so abstract, but. Well, I've just been okay. I've been focusing so much on putting out more music again because mm-hmm. like I sat down like last week and I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something together and then I did and I liked the way it came out and I put it on my Instagram story and I was like was it the sampling thing yeah I sampled it yeah I don't think I have it on my computer with me I'll show it to you but yeah yeah, so it was that, and it um, it sounds pretty cool. So I'm writing words Plug to that. Plug your Instagram. Oh, um, at Eliotes, E L I O A T S underscore, as Instagram, and then Twitter is. No, we don't have to do Twitter. Nah. <laughs> it's just too long, too much to spell. I don't know why I do that to myself, but okay. Like I guess my weekly obsession would just be the idea of like. Hmm. Like creativity, dis creative discipline, and forming a musical identity, and finding inspiration in a lot of these artists that I've been listening to lately. Like, see, that's what I mean. Like, that's really abstract. But yeah. like, that really has been on my mind a lot. Mm-hmm. Just like, like I feel like I've been absorbing so much, and I feel like I'm cocooning a little bit, and mm-hmm. I'm like really on the verge yeah i feel like i'm really on the verge of um coming up with something like that i'm going to release and i want to start performing too like at, at like house shows i've want <gasps> i've wanted to do that for a while Wait, like, actually like with your computer like karaoke style basically okay. which is like this one artist that i listen to sitcom uh plays shows around philly and he actually came into my work uh, last weekend, and I gave him food. It was really exciting. Cool. It, no, because I, I, I you listened, recognized him. Yeah, I've seen him around. And I listened to his music, and his music's actually, it's been giving me a lot of inspiration, mm. um, in many ways, like stylistic things that I'm thinking of doing. And also, I've just been listening to like all of Tyler the Creator's like backlog of music, uh-huh. um, and that's also been like fueling me creatively and like I have time to do that but it's also really hard to force myself to do that so that's what I mean when I say creative discipline because like even if I don't want to do it I want to force myself to you know yeah I want to like sit down and like write down some lyrics or like work a little more on like this beat or this this background backing track or whatever that I'm working on you know, and it's kind of like, I, I don't know why I'm so, what is going on? I I'm like, <laughs> I think people are just exiting and leaving. Stressed out. Oh, you're fine. Um, it's, it, I don't know, it feels like, uh, almost weird to be like, yeah, I'm a musical artist and I put stuff out and I'm gonna like, give myself like, a 
musical alias and identity and stuff like that. Like you are uh, like an artist name. You, yeah. No, your artist. I, your artist name should just be your name. No, I don't want it to be. Aww. No, I have. But see, it's like that. It's just like it. It all feels like such a risk, and like I guess like my low self esteem is telling me like what you're doing is stupid. No one's gonna like it. So just like stop but because it's hard because you know i'm being vulnerable and putting out yeah putting so much of myself into my work so like if someone isn't gonna like it which will happen mm -hmm. then i don't i just have to be prepared for that yeah but i have to own it first i, I think like. what will give you more like legitimacy and more more to land on in terms of like if if you like if you make one song that you're like so proud of and you put your everything into and then you like put it out and it's like the only new thing on your soundcloud it's gonna mean a lot more to you if one person doesn't like it so like do yeah. a bunch of like 30 second little ditties well that's like, why i want to make i want to do like a whole album yeah i think like the yeah. more you do the better you get and also like the more room you have for like like, yeah, this one's not my favorite, but, like, I was just getting over a creative hump. Or, yeah. Like... Yeah, no, that's why, like, I have all these concepts in mind that I want to work with and run with and, like, write down musical ideas and, like, words, too. Yeah. And it's also tough because, like, I've done an EP before, but, like, I want to make this a whole-ass album. Mm -hmm. so. Could you, like, sell it or, like, put it on Spotify or I might. I don't know. I don't know. If, like, if... If somehow I build enough interest, then I would put it on, like, Bandcamp. Yes. But also, don't put it on Bandcamp and SoundCloud, because why would someone pay? Like, I would rather Venmo you $5 than, like, buy something on Bandcamp that I could listen to for free. Because, like, it's about supporting the artist and, like, yeah, having, so it, and having it downloaded. So too. I'd listen on Spotify and Venmo you $5. I don't know how I'd even get on Spotify, but that's, that's I don't know. Jukebox cool. is on Spotify. Oh, right. Yeah. Isn't Pitch Please Yeah, too? Pitch Please Yeah, is. so we'll just ask someone. I'm president now, so I should figure it <laughs> I'm out. I'm president. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm president now. Okay, well, that's um, my weekly that's, obsession. Well, that was a good one. I enjoyed hearing you talk about that, actually. Really? Yeah. Huh, that's good. Yeah. I guess that means what I have to say is at least a little bit interesting. Okay, now, so. Give us your weekly obsession. My weekly obsession is a podcast... It's called Glowing Up with Esther Pavitsky and Caroline Goldfarb. They are two, they're in their late 20s. They're two comedians from the LA area who are like, Did okay. Did you tell me about this I podcast? don't think so. Hmm. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts that are just like two friends talking. Uh -huh. Like that is the majority of the podcasts I listen to. And the majority of the podcasts they I make. <laughs> <laughs> Not majority. Yeah. Um, but it's these two comedians who are in their late 20s, and it's, like, billed as a beauty and lifestyle podcast but what I really like is that it's not like oh we're makeup artists who are talking about like makeup and skincare it's like we're two young adults on a budget who have careers but who also care about makeup and skincare as much as any other girl probably does cool. but it's also not even that much about beauty it's just about like it's, so it's called glowing up. We're familiar with the the concept of a glow up. Yeah, Everybody the go go listen to episode four 
featuring Oliver, Oliver where we talk about yeah. our own personal glow-ups from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a fun one. Yeah, it was really fun. We should have him back. Oh, I love him. Uh, he's around. He can totally come. Yeah. Um, but I digress. And it's just, I've been listening to it a lot, and it's about, it's like health, lifestyle, beauty, like emotional health, and just like being a better, more in touch with yourself person, mm-hmm. like physically and mentally. And I've been listening to it a lot. I will, the episodes are like an hour long and I'll like download one and listen to it while I run. I've also been running a new route. Like Ooh. I go, um. Ooh, I want to hear it because I have a route that I run. I go to this like big square hmm. that's nice. like, do you that's do, like eight by eight blocks. Do you do, do you run that? Do you treat that like a lap or is that your entire that's circuit? That's entire, it's like two and a half miles. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, oh my god. I do the most. I have like I run from like my apartment. Like I'll go up to like 17th and Burks and then run all the way down to Gerard and then like down to 11th and I've gone up to like Dauphin. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I love giving myself challenges like run two subway stops. No, okay. So yeah. today and a few days ago I ran down, I ran to 19th. And then mm-hmm. down 19th to Fairmount, and then Fairmount Ooh. to Broad, and then back up. And it's really nice because I like I love the Fairmount area. I walk, I run by all the cute houses and like mm-hmm. the like the community garden. It's so Aww. cute. And I've been listening to this podcast. But basically, it just like has. Well, I also really like the women who host the podcast, and one of them, Esther was, like, a peripheral character on one of my favorite TV shows, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and she just got her own sitcom. Chris D'Elia's in it. Hmm. Um, and she's just really funny and great. And um, listening to it has made me, like... I don't know. It just has such, like, a positive feminine energy. And, like, every so often, I'll just, like, read a book or, like, discover a new YouTuber or celebrity I really like who just makes me, like, very, like, proud to be a woman. And that sounds, like, so cheesy. But, like, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that, like, conventionally and, like, with obviously within, like, gender roles, I get to, like like, experience all these fun things and, like, get all dressed up and just, like, bond with other women. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, like, made me like that. It has also made me want... Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you were right about the window being open. I'm sorry. Whatever. Oh, my God. You can probably barely hear that. That was so long. Um, I have something that reminded me of something, but I want you to finish first. Um, but it is also kind of spurred, not an obsession, but like a newfound fascination and diligence in trying to get a skincare routine Ooh, down oh, for myself. Because Elliot, Elliot came over right after I had gotten out of the shower after going for a run. Mm-hmm. I said, be right back. Got to do my skincare routine. You did I got, say that. I got a serum. I got a new sunscreen and Ooh. moisturizer. Do you moisturize your no, face? No, I don't. You should. Should I? Men should moisturize. <laughs> moisturizes, I like marvel at how baby soft his cheeks are. Wow. Like, 
moisturize the shit out of yourself. It is such a major key. The the excuse I have, and it truly is an excuse, it's probably not real, but, like, my skin <laughs> it is... It truly is an excuse, it's, it's, but it's probably no, not no, it, real. It, and it definitely, like, it's an excuse, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, my skin is already so oily. So what you need is a moisturizing gel, sweetheart. Seriously. What is that? It's a, okay, it's like a little, I, I'll show you mine. Why don't I just get it right now? Okay, fine. I did a face mask for the first time recently. She said, she asked, didn't you feel so luxurious? Um, I don't know, like, while I had it on, like, I, it, it was cool I, while I had it on, but I feel like... I didn't notice a difference when I took it off. Okay, so this is a moisturizing gel. Yeah, it's just a little bit left. So I'm sad. I'm going to need to get a new one. How much is it? Um, This was like a sample that I got as a gift or something. Do you want me to put it on your face? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you rub it in so you can like feel what it feels like? Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. So, and like, like feel it with <laughs> your... See, it's, mm. it's not like a like a greasy cream. It's literally mm. like a gel. A gel, yeah. Yeah, and it's like made for what is this? moisture surge, extended thirst relief. <laughs> <laughs> extended thirst relief. Um. But it, yeah, it's like it very it just lightly sinks into your skin, mm. and it if anything, it makes you look like less greasy. I find. Hmm. Okay. But, yeah, a lot of times the reason why skin looks oily is because it's not moisturized enough. No, but my skin is oily. Yeah. It's not just that it looks oily. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> I know, but it... But, like... It's like, you know, how, like, sometimes people gain weight because they don't eat enough? It's like that, but the oils of your skin. <laughs> and that's science, and you can't question me on that what i wanted to say science doesn't care about your feelings <laughs> science is a liar sometimes <laughs> have you seen that episode of it's always yes, of course. okay good uh um that all that honking outside reminded me that like so i feel like lately i've become a far less patient driver mm-hmm. because i've been driving a lot back and forth between my apartment and home um and it's really cool because it's allotted me the opportunity to take different routes home mm-hmm. and to, like, really get to know different parts of the city and different streets. And I like that a lot. And I'm, like, discovering all these cool, like, kind of super low-key hidden-away neighborhoods that have been, like, untouched by gentrification. <laughs> um, and rare. They, <laughs> honestly, not as rare as you'd think. Um, there's a lot of them. You just wouldn't think to go there because cool. yeah. you know but it's yeah they're really cool and they have all these like cute little stores and bodegas that like i go into sometimes cool. there's one on 19th and cecil that you need to see too. a bodega yeah and like like the other day i almost went to set um 7-eleven yeah Sev. the other day i almost went to 7-eleven but instead i decided to go to that bodega because i was like i'd rather support local business true and like that is overpriced. <laughs> it, no, it so is. Yeah. I've, like, never been on the 7-Eleven train. And I like the vibe uh, <clears throat> of that bodega better. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I'm saying is, like, I've been driving a lot, 
which has been cool and convenient. But driving in the city has made me so fucking jaded against every other person who is on the road. And, like, it, it just feels like... I think it's a combination of people are also less patient, so they drive more stupidly. Which makes me less patient with them when they drive stupidly. So you drive. So stupidly. I probably drive stupidly, and I like do all these, all, like all this dumb shit, um, and it's just made me, and I'm just like, really annoyed by it. And I was saying like, man, are people just like, stupid on the road, or have I become less patient? And it's definitely both. Mm. I've been um, exploring, getting a bicycle. Ooh. To get to and from work and stuff. You should do that. Yeah, so I think I'm going to get one on Craigslist. I am a little worried about riding in the city, though, because I know how much of assholes drivers can be. Yeah. And I am... I, like, it's been a while since... When I was little, I would, like, go on family bike rides all the time, and then I was also, like, at a park. Well, that's cute. Yeah, but... Well, you can always just take, like, side streets. Don't suddenly have to bike on block. No, yeah, I know. But I'm al- I'm almost wondering, like, would I be, like, safer biking on broad? Just in terms of, like, narrow sidewalks and, like, pe- people opening their car doors is a big... True. My dad was like, you don't want to get doored. <laughs> that is what he said. Oh. Andre. Andre. Okay, well, thank you, Andre. Um... Thank you specifically. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Ina. Thank you, and Daniel. And Daniel. But not my dad, Daniel. Um, Dan Daniel. Yeah. I just want to. Yeah, I miss him. I never liked him. I can't believe he was on Ellen. I mean, I didn't like. I I miss him ironically. (laughs) I miss him the way I miss Bazinga. No, stop. (laughs) I refuse for you to bring back Bazinga ironically. That poll was so perfect. Whoever said was like, um. Bringing, like, bringing back Bazinga, ironically, is just as bad as doing it for real. And I was like, that's exactly right. Well, Bazinga to you then, sir. And Bazinga to everyone. Everyone. And Bazinga to all, and to all a good Bazinga. (laughs) And that's a wrap.